0: This podcast is a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to find out more. Welcome to 20th Century Boy. My name is Rombo McShark and this is the inside of my mind. Rombo McShark comes in from Radio Jackson. Welcome to the radio family, Ray, Ray, Radio Jackson. He actually, he, he, so you can submit your name. Welcome to the show, by the way. You could submit a name at the start of each show. i do a different RM name, but feel free to be uh, as creative as it, as as creative with it as possible. Uh, like Radio Jackson said Rombo, actually said Rombo Marshak, but I've changed it to Ra- R- Rombo McShark. So I guess Rombo McShark I see as like a cartoony shark that wears like boxing gloves and just sort of has like a... I don't know, like, uh, uh, like a, uh, like a Jersey kind of accent. Like, hey, you want to fight? And he's like a, he's a shark. Rom- that's Rombo McShark. Of course, I am not Rombo McShark. I am Radio Mike, Australia's most lovable nerd. Back for another week of this podcast, Twentieth Century Boy, uh, and uh, it's great to have you back. But if you're new to the podcast, uh, welcome as well. There is some construction work going out going on outside my window, so I'm not sure if that's going to come through in the audio. But uh, if it does. Unfortunately, we're probably just going to have to deal with it. I hope you've had a good week. I've had quite a good week, uh, feeling really good, doing really well, and uh, things are great. We've got a big show lined up, so I'm looking forward to getting into it. Let's start the show off as we always do. We are Australia's only, and the world's only, winnable podcast. We are actually the only podcast in the world that you can win. You win by doing a 360 on the spot right now, wherever you are, and if you happen to see me in the flesh while you do that 360 and you're listening to this exact moment of the podcast, congratulations, you have won the podcast. Uh, So come up to me right now. Uh, And Radio Connie did that this week. Welcome to the Radio Family, Radio Connie. She said, this might be a shock to everyone, but just done my 360 and Mike is not in fact here. And I believe Radio Connie lives over in the UK. So it is very difficult for international listeners to win uh, at at the podcast, but you should still try. I think I said a few weeks ago, Don't pretend you did a 360. If you were listening to the podcast, I expect you to do a 360. Just by listening, you are defaultly part of the game and you were defaultly playing the game. Uh, So I do not want anyone pretending to do a 360 or lying about doing a 360. If you're not 360-ing, that's pretty disappointing. But, you know, you're only lying to yourself. I might never know, but you will know. Funnily enough, uh, I did get spotted in public the other week, however... That person did not win the podcast because I believe they were not listening to the podcast at the time. So they definitely weren't like doing a 360. Uh, but I walked past someone in a shopping center while I was on my way to the movies and then. Uh, they kind of looked at me weird and then they turned around and was like, hey, Radio Mike. And I was like, hey. Uh, and that was the extent of that. So obviously that does not count as winning the podcast because it's not just seeing me in public. It's seeing me in public at the exact time you're listening to this specific point of the podcast. That's how you win the podcast. So uh, no one has won yet. It is getting easier. Like I've said, I am out and about a lot at the moment. Radio Muir wrote in this week. Welcome to the radio family, Radio Muir. He says, hey man, I've almost caught up to the most recent podcast. Lots of people like going into the backlog and trying to catch up on the pod which is really good to see. So thanks, Radio Muir. I, I, I can't remember. You're from somewhere in Europe, I believe. He said, cheers for the shout-out, because I spoke about him a, uh, maybe a month ago. He said, you were pretty close with pronouncing my name, Radio Muir, but I won't teach you because it always gets worse. Radio Muir, Radio Muir, Radio Muir. Still loving the podcast, though, and happy one-year anniversary of your 25th birthday. Uh, all you know, All long-term listeners of the show understand that. Uh, Before we get into it this week, and uh, I wanted to start off by plugging the website, radiomike.com.au, all my my content is available there on the front page, go to it now, and check out radiomike.com.au slash merch. Where you can buy some sticker packs, some posters, a bunch of stickers. There, like I'm, I, a lot have gone out, and people are receiving them and sending them, sending photos of the stickers they've received, and they look really cool. So, thank you to everyone who has done that. Please pick up a sticker pack. That is the best way for you to support this show. It's like twenty bucks for five stickers, or you can get the limited edition typo stickers, the inside of my my mind sticker, and the my 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 my, my, my sticker. Uh, you can get. Both of those for $15. They are limited edition. There is only five remaining. They will never be printed again. I highly recommend you get on them ASAP. Uh, Had a really great message come in from Radio Freya. Welcome to the radio family, Radio Freya. I really appreciate this contribution. She says, hello. Recent but avid listener of 20th Century Boy here. Was wondering whether I could support the show a little differently. Always up for unique ways to support the show. Thank you for your initiative, Radio Freya. I am an embroidery artist and have started to make my own patterns from photographs and artwork and stuff like that. Very cool. I started stitching mainly because of anxiety and it's helped me so much. Also very awesome. And I know that a lot of people our age have started stitching since COVID and lockdown started as a new hobby or to help with anxiety and stuff. So I was wondering, could I make a cross-stitch pattern, for example, of the 20th Century Boy podcast artwork or anything cool you'd like to do that you could... She says that you could sell on your website. I don't think I'm going to sell it because I don't think I should profit off your work. Um, you could sell on your website as a PDF download for Stitches to Stitch. It might not be the most popular thing I know. it's sup- It might not be the most popular thing. I know it's super niche, but I wouldn't charge anything to do it. So all purchases would be a direct support to the show. No worries if not. Just thought it might be a cool idea. Otherwise, love the show. And the interview with Alice Tovey was so good. That was part of the Mike Talks last week. Go check out that chat with Alice Tovey. Radio Freya so cool, man. Thank you so much. I sent her a, uh, a the podcast artwork and she is going to make a cross-stitch pattern for the podcast artwork, which is so cool. She sent me a work-in-progress shot of it uh, this morning. So Radio Freya, that is so cool. And then I'll put it up. If anyone wants it, just message me. I reckon Freya, like, thank you for, like, offering that, that we could sell it. But, like, I, I don't want to sell it and profit off your work. That's your, your work. I reckon if you're cool with it, like let's just use let's just take use it and anyone who wants to cross stitch it can cross stitch it. And then if you do end up doing the cross-stitch, post it on your story on Instagram and tag me. That way just people see the show and like it just promotes the show. I reckon that's the best way. But if you want, if you want to do it differently, Freya, let me know. But that is something to look forward to. Hopefully maybe next week. I th- think that is really cool. Over the weekend we had the very first Radio Family Court case. There was a big Trial that occurred that is coming up very soon, but I wanted to launch a very quick new thing on the show. Uh, obviously, this show has a video portion uh, on every episode of the video, which goes up on YouTube. There is a hidden Mikey in every clip in every video. I have been slack with those recently. I keep forgetting to put them in, so the last few haven't had hidden Mikeys. But there will be one in this one. In one frame of the video, there is a hidden image of me that pops up for one frame, a hidden Mikey, sort of like a hidden Mickey in Disney films. Uh, if you spot the hidden Mikey and time code it, Uh, you win a prize. So that's something to look forward to. But just on the video sense, I thought, what's a visual thing we can do? Like, I love love all the audio listeners, love all the video listeners. There's definitely more audio listeners than video listeners, but you know, there's some extra stuff in the videos. Like the segments have little opening screens and just stuff like that. If you want to watch it, maybe maybe try watching it next week or, or watching an old episode Um, I'd love to... The the YouTube is growing a lot. But what can we do visually that can just help stimulate the uh, the video listeners? And uh, that's when I came up with this idea. The podcast is called 20th Century Boy. So, I have decided that in the background of the videos from now on... Give me one moment to get out of frame to get it. We are going to have a 20th Century board. This is the 20th Century board... It is a whiteboard, and it is going to be up to you guys, the listeners, to decide what goes on this board. I'm going to put one... I'm going to say one thing that should go on the board. I reckon some of the show goals. So I'm going to have a little area here for goals. Goals, and of course, at the moment, our goal is NUG 100, which is our 100 NUG challenge. NUG 100, and I thought in in uh, in uh response to the 100 NUG challenge... I have worked out we are doing 100 nuggets in 100 minutes for episode 100 of 20th Century Boy. Uh, So I have figured out that I, I believe, as far as I am aware, March 25th will be the Thursday of the 100th episode of 20th Century Boy. Which means, and I have a countdown on my screen now in my browser, it means as of the time of recording this, there are 49 days. So let's actually, let's do this. Let's do... 49 days till NUG 100. 49. One less than 50. Like, that seems like a lot of days, but I'm sure it's going to creep up up on us. So goals, NUG 100. So the 20th century board is just going to sit up here in the frame. I don't think the video, you can even make it out, but... It is there in the background. Here's what we've got so far. We've got 49 days till NUG 100 on the 20th Century Boy Board and the goals, obviously, NUG 100 on the 20th Century Board. So I would like you to write in this week, what do you think we can put on the 20th Century Board? Any, if you've actually, how about this? If you've got a message that you want to get out there, if you want to promote something, if you want to let people know something, treat, this as, treat the 20th Century Board as a bulletin board. If you've got a bulletin, a job ad, Any kind of thing you want on the board this week, that can write it in and I will put it on the 20th Century board. Let me know. This is a new thing we're doing, the 20th Century board. It will be in the background of every video podcast if you want to check it out. So the 20th Century board is there. We might add to it during the show, but I think we do have to get onto the most serious, possibly the most serious moment this podcast has ever seen. On this show, and I will give you all the context before we go into the... Uh, before we go into the court case. On this show in the past, when I really needed people to contribute, when I was a new podcast and I wanted to grow it, you used to accumulate mic points for every contribution you made to the show. Uh, and if you got 300 mic points, you could exchange them to undergo a test to become a radio superstar, a higher tiered member of the radio family, which is the collective group of listeners of the show. If you were new to this podcast, terrible time to join. So much backstory and lore in this episode. But keep going anyway. The way you would become a radio superstar is... I would ring you out of the blue from a private number at any point in time and you had to answer with, I wake up with today. Now, I believe there are eight or nine radio superstars. The first was radio superstar Sophie very early in 2019, a long time ago. And it's great that we're now looking back in the history of the podcast. Like the podcast has an established history now. Uh, Radio superstar Pat, who now works on the show as the graphic artist, Uh, he is a radio superstar, of course, and he was leading the charge in this court case. Two listeners, Radio Danny and Radio Alex Sky, did accumulate 300 mic points, but it was about a year and a half into the show and I basically decided that I was going to stop doing mic points and radio superstars because people were naturally contributing to the show and didn't need a mic point incentive anymore. But when they didn't get to become radio superstars last year, they were really upset and radio superstar Pat uh, decided to lead a court case against me. Uh, Radio Whitey, welcome to the radio family, was residing over as the judge and we had several jury members, including uh, Radio Quack, Radio Ganonbort, Radio DJ Marky Mark, um, and uh, Radio Mel was on the jury as well. I'm sure there were a few other people that I'm forgetting. So this is how the court case went over the weekend when we all had a Zoom court case. Uh, A lot happened here. A lot went down. I will note that for the entire duration of the Zoom call, just to show how not seriously I was taking it compared to everyone else, I was wearing 3D glasses on the Zoom call, um, and I didn't really have anything planned. So, as you might hear in this, I just kind of went... I just kind of improvised as things popped up. So, here is how the first ever radio court case went. (laughs) We started off with me doing an introductory piece to everyone who had joined the call. All right, gathered here today, we have various members uh, of the RF, the radio family, who have uh, come to the court of the RF today, Uh, a court that seems to have uh very different wood across all of the all of the the room some of the wood is a completely different color to the other wood but that's sort of just how it is uh i am defending myself today and i believe uh pat is kicking it off and he is going to be prosecuting and defending uh both radio alex sky and radio daddy so pat Hi. Yes, that is true. However, don't we have to stand for Whitey first? Yeah, what is the judge. Whitey the judge? The judge? Okay, yeah, Whitey is the judge. Okay, so let's all stand. I didn't actually realise that the listeners of the podcast had assigned someone to be a judge. So this actually was pretty awkward when I found out that someone else was supposed to be running the call. Or I guess I should have probably been Whitey kicking it off. I didn't realise yeah, he was the you, judge. If
1: you don't mind, sir, I've got to uh, introduce things. It was a little bit odd, but I'll allow it.
0: Um. See, I told you it was awkward, but Judge Whitey continued the trial.
1: So today we we have a case that's already been uh, gone over there. Um, I guess we'll hear the opening statements there from the prosecution. And so Pat's well thought out opening
0: statement for the defence began. And I realised that I had done no preparation and needed to improvise and find any fault in Pat's argument if I had any chance of winning this case. Thank you all for coming here. Today, we are here to discuss the case of Mike versus Radio Alex Sky and Radio Danny. Um, A few people apply to become superstars, including Alex and Danny. They were given a window to become a superstar. However, Mike never fulfilled on that promise. And we must discuss this, uh, this terribly, terrible act. It was at that exact moment when I heard Pat say, terribly terrible, that I realised I had something. Terribly terrible act. I knew then that the only way I could win this trial was to capitalise on Pat clearly being an idiot. Objection. Objection? Nah. Allow it? I want to say that terribly terrible is, quite ironically, a terribly terrible uh, uh, figure of speech. And I think that based on what Pat has said, which frankly shows that he is an idiot. I think all of us can't deny that based on what Pat has just said, he must be an idiot. Um, so I just want to say to the jury, please keep in mind that you are listening currently to an idiot. Um, and he's made that clear himself. So thank you. That's yeah. all.
1: That objection sustained. Uh, Jerry, you will remember that the prosecution is an idiot. The judge of the
0: trial was on my side. It was really starting to look good for me, but then the victims began making their victim impact statements.
2: Um, I have a victim impact statement that um, I've written. Mike, I binge listened to your series, coming to you at a difficult time in my life in late 2019. I found solace in the reality break that your characters and stories gave me. It took me to another place for a little while. Radio Mike, I've felt conflicted about this for a long time. We're often told that you're a really nice guy and the older staff can learn a lot from you. You've never blocked the MDF, and you're Australia's most lovable nerd. Yet I was so confused. How could a nice guy not want me to be a superstar? Despite my disconnect and loathing self-blame, I continue to support you wholeheartedly. Radio superstardom is not something that can be bought and I understand that. And the settlement I'm after is to just be made a superstar. We've had enough.
0: I won't lie. That victim impact statement shook me and the courtroom to its core. I realised that I really only had one thing to go on when cross examining Danny, and that was to lean into the fact that Pat, her defence barrister, was an idiot. Danielle, yeah. Danny, if that is your real name, I don't know. Frankly, I don't care. I really just have one question for you, and it's mm-hmm. as follows You come to me today asking to be made a radio superstar and that's great I think that's great and thank you for doing it but my one question for you is how on earth do you expect me to take you seriously when you are undoubtedly being represented by an idiot
2: (laughs) yes I um I was worried that this would come up but I, I really didn't have any choice um, he's doing it for free.
0: You know, I, I, I question the integrity of this if you you haven't even paid someone to represent you that's not an idiot. Even though my criticism of Pat was valid, I began to feel the jury turning against me as Radio Mel made this bold, untrue and frankly defamatory comment about me.
2: I do. I just personally feel that Mike was bullying Danny. And it was a pretty unfair sort of situation Danny had to go through right there. Um, and I feel like she should be able to plead her case again. In the interest of,
1: of time, I don't think Danny's going to plead her case again.
0: Time waits um... for no one, I believe, is the phrase. Haha, <laughs> ha, sick burn passed, Mike. But it wasn't just Mel turning against me. DJ Marky Mark made this comment, which put the integrity of my entire operation into question.
1: I do. Uh, Judge Whitey, can we uh, just note for the record who is representing uh, Radio Mike? I believe Radio Mike is representing himself. Is is that correct, Mr Mike?
0: That is correct.
1: Uh, And I was just wondering, Judge Whitey, would you be able to uh, determine the level of intelligence? Like, is Radio Mike's intelligence greater than uh, Radio Pat? Uh, look, we have a simple test for this. Um, Mr. Mike, did you say terribly terrible at any point so far? Only to quote ah. Pat. Did you ever said it say more that? than Pat. I uh, bet he said it within the context of a quote. Now, it turns out that uh, Mr. Mike does not sit on that level. We can't determine if he is an idiot, but he's not an idiot to that extent, at least.
0: Whoa. Close call. But just like Simba in The Lion King 2 returned to Pride Rock, the king had returned, and I was back on my feet. But then... Alex Sky made his victim
3: impact statement. Hello, my name is Alex Sky. Uh Good. I'd like to read out my victim impact statement as I've been impacted and I'm a victim. So, I first applied to be a radio superstar on Mr. Mike's podcast on June 27, 2020, when I'd accumulated 300 mic points. Then on the episode of Radio Mike's podcast on July 2nd of the same year, this was said. Pat, please play the audio. Like to now induct
0: uh Radio Alex Sky, a long-time contributor to the show. Radio Alex Sky has accumulated 300 mic points and he will also be undergoing the Radio Superstar test, which will happen anytime in the next month for both of you. So you've got to be really aware of when your phone's going to ring. So thank you to both of those listeners for their ongoing contributions to
1: the show. Uh, sorry, just for the records of the court, Pat, what was the date of that recording?
3: Um... <laughs> Well, Pat's an idiot, so he doesn't know, but it was the 2nd of July 2020 that recording was done.
0: Yeah, what he Thank said. Thank you, Mr. Sky.
3: No worries. Um, so if, there we have it. A few weeks passed, and no call was received. So I assumed he was stretching it out, you know, playing silly buggers, no worries, bit of fun and games. Now, a few months passed, and I noticed my life feeling incomplete. There was a radio superstar-shaped hole in my head and the unfulfilled juices of radio superstarship flew rampant through my loins with nowhere to go. At this
0: point, I realised that despite Pat's blatant idiocy, there was really no way out for me here. I was definitely going to lose the case and the support of all of the listeners. So, like every good leader, I decided to totally change my mind at the last minute in order to win favour. At first, when I, when I started this podcast all those years ago, all two to five years ago, I can't quite remember. It's been so long. I wanted to create a space where people could have fun. And I've realized today through hearing several victim impact or two, not several, two victim impact statements that some people were not having fun in this community, some people were in fact forgotten by the show. I thought to myself, wow, I've really fucked up. But Pat is an idiot. So I really can't trust anything that he has said or done or has gotten his clients to say or do during this thing. But then I had another thought. Actually, this was my thought all along. Some of you, maybe not all of you, but some of you may have noticed that for the entire duration of the trial, I've been wearing 3D glasses. I'd like to remove my glasses. Now, please give me one moment to figure out how to do that. And the reason I was wearing those 3D glasses is because unlike Pat in terribly, terrible situations, I see things in 3D. I see all perspectives. This isn't Danny and Alex versus Mike. This isn't Pat versus Mike. This is what a family does. We try our best to solve problems, and that is why, as of today, I've decided that both Radio Danny and Radio Alex Sky are, as of this exact moment, officially radio superstars. Give him a round of applause. The jury applauded. Some of them even spoke about how much of a good guy they thought I was all along, and then the verdict came down.
1: Well, yeah, I believe uh, in that case, officially the court finds Radio Mike guilty of the crimes he was accused of. However, um, sentencing has already been completed by him providing superstardom. Um, So well done, Mike, for completing your sentence so quickly.
0: Thanks, guys. Um, And I'd also like to thank the jurors who definitely had a pretty, well, to use Pat's terminology, a terribly terrible time having to uh, be present to, you know, witness all of this atrocity essentially. Atrocity could have been a good word for you to use, Pat, mm. other than terrible twice, but um,
3: I will note unfo- that.
0: unfortunately, when you employ, when you work with idiots, you get shit. And uh, I think that's the main thing we've learned today. I appreciate the workplace bullying. Thank you very much, Mike. Wow. I can't believe the trial was already over. I'm pretty sure afterwards I heard Mel and DJ Marky Mark talking about how they thought Mike should be the next president of Australia. But anyway, until the next trial, stay frosty. I don't know what that means. Well, there you go, guys. I think that's pretty fair what happened there. We do have two new radio superstars that I want to welcome to the show. Radio superstar Alex Sky and radio superstar Danny. Welcome to radio superstardom. Stardom. And during that court case, I did cut it out because it was quite long, but Pat did come up with a new way of becoming a radio superstar. Um, So Pat did suggest this, and he's also created a new opening sting for radio superstardom. So this is what you might hear if you want to become a radio superstar.
2: So now you're on a quest to take a special test Think you got what it takes to become a radio superstar If you don't fuck up and fail no matter where you are
0: amazing work there by Pat always showing so much initiative on this show now the new way you will become a radio superstar is it's no longer based on mic points it is now based on a vo- like you volunteer yourself sort of like um uh katniss everdeen in the in the hunger games i volunteer as tribute i vol you, you actually here's what you do you email me or you voice message me or whatever and you say mike i volunteer as a radio superstar you're saying I think I am a devoted enough listener to this show that I should be a radio superstar. Now, you then, if I approve of this, I can approve or reject. And uh, I think the rule is if I don't respond to you, you are automatically granted radio superstardom. But if I approve, you then become, you then are able to sit a quiz that asks you questions about the podcast and if you pass the quiz, You become a radio superstar. That is the new method. So feel free to volunteer yourself if you think you are worthy of superstardom. Only nine, I think, people or ten, maybe eleven, now in the history of the pod have been able to successfully do it. So definitely uh, do your best with that. I would really like to see some new superstars this year, but you know, you never really know. You never really know. All right, now that we've gotten all that admin out of the way, I want to do the second ever edition of this bad boy. Tap, tap tap it's, it's the, the tapping, tapping game, game. Tappity Tappity tap tap Okay this is the tapping game the tapping game is pretty simple Basically it all started when I was tapping out the rhythm to a song to my cousin Dave and I tried to get him to guess it and he couldn't guess it and I thought well wow, this would be a great segment for a podcast Uh so here's what, how it works Basically, uh, well, I've actually, actually, I've just explained how it works. I tap out the rhythm to a song and you have to guess what it is. Uh, This week, I will, uh, I don't, I'm not going to give hints because I think the hints just give it away. So this is, uh, this week, some people have affectionately and colloquially decided to refer to this segment as tapped in translation. That is a reference to Lost in Translation, a segment we did last year and is still running on the pod, but not at the moment, uh, that is very similar to this where I translate lyrics into other languages and you have to guess it. So this is a similar kind of concept. So this week's Tapped in Translation, listen closely, sound it out in your head, and then uh, get in touch with the show anytime, radiomikepod at gmail.com, 1-800-438-353, leave a voice message there, etc., etc., Here is the song that you are trying to tap in translate. Here it is. Get ready. And uh, here's the clue. Everybody knows this song. There is no one listening to this podcast that doesn't know this song. I can guarantee it. Here we go. Here it is. Just putting my leg up to the camera because I tap on my leg. Here it is. Oh, and sorry, guys. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Just leaning back into the video. I will say this is from the first verse of the song. It is not the chorus, this is starting at the first verse there's a clue, here we go And that's where the chorus would come in after that. That was the whole first verse there. So quite a long tapped in translation, uh, quite a long TIT. So it's quite a long TIT, which is the the, uh, the the abbreviated version of tapped in translation. TIT, tapped in translation. Send it in. Let me know your thoughts. The best way to do that, uh, as I said, is 1-800-438-353, the official phone number. Send it into 1-800-438-353 if you know what that song was. Tap that, tap, 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 tap. I'm losing my words. Tapped in translation, guys. That's another one for that week. Find the answer out next week. So definitely stay tuned on that. I've been mentioning the last few weeks on the show and I've been putting it off that I have a brand new goal for the show as well as NUG 100, which we will get into in a bit more detail because there is an update there. Uh, I do have a brand new goal for the show. And uh, this is something that actually I've realised that there are a bunch of things that in my mind where I'm like, oh, I've always wanted to do that, but, like, why would I? And now, I re- now I'm like, oh, but I have a podcast. Of course I would do that for the podcast. And this one might not be a, it, under everyone's you know, to-do list, it might not be in your bucket list. Like, I'm sure most of us have 100 nuggets in their bucket list, but this one is a personal one that I've always wanted to achieve, and I've decided that this year I will achieve it. And this one is really close to my heart, so I'd love if you could, you know, as silly as this sounds, I'd love if you could acknowledge this respectfully and treat it with respect. Because I was at... It'll start with a story. Uh, I was out and about in my neighborhood the other week I, I always try to guess where I live that will help you win the podcast in the future I was out and about in my neighborhood and i I went into the local op shop uh, I, 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 I op shop I, I think that's what they're called everywhere in the world i th- do the do they call is that what a thrift shop is is an op op shop a thrift shop is that what it is I'm not sure here we call them op shops which is like, you know, the bargain shops. And the reason I love going there, a lot of people like to buy clothes from there. I actually love buying books from there because they often have really good books that are selling for like 50 cents to a dollar. Like I've bought the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy for a dollar from an op shop, The Hobbit from an op shop, like Stephen Fry's autobiography, got it from an op shop, like Heaps of books you just get from, from, for a dollar from the op shop. So if you ever want to buy a bunch of books, just go to the op shop. I went into the op shop seeing if I could get any cool books. I picked up a copy of The Giver, which is one of my favorite books of all time. The Giver by Lois Lowry. Uh, great book if you haven't read it, but that's not what this is about. Uh, I picked it up for a dollar. Anyway, bargain. Uh, because I found uh, a particular book. Now, you might not have heard of this book, but uh, the cover really struck me. The name of this book is Dogman and Cat Kid by Dav Pilkey. $2.50 I picked this one up for. Now, I bet you're probably thinking, oh, what's this all about? What's Dogman and Cat Kid? I was thinking the same thing. Dav Pilkey is the author of the Captain Underpants book series. I believe in one episode of this pod in season one, I did talk extensively about Captain Underpants and how it influenced me uh, comedically over my life. The Captain Underpants books were an institution. They are some of the funniest books ever written. They are great children's books that really get kids into reading and they are genuinely, like genuinely comedically very strong. In fact, like someone actually picked up on this during season one of 20th Century Boy that the Harry Potter and the Boys book, which is, you know, my other podcast where I read my Harry Potter fan fiction, was heavily, heavily inspired by the Captain Underpants series. So when I saw this new book... uh from Dav Pilkey, the author of Captain Underpants, Dog Man, and Cat Kid. I picked it up, and it also got me thinking a lot. I, as much as I loved the Captain Underpants series, I never finished the franchise. I never finished reading Captain Underpants. I am looking on Google now at Captain Underpants on Wikipedia. So, Captain Underpants... Because I believe there are two or three of the books that I just never read. And this was a story I followed for my entire life. As far as I remember, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure. The last three books are Captain Underpants and the Revolting Revenge of the Radioactive Robo Boxes from 2013... Captain Underpants and the Tyrannical Retaliation of the Turbo Toilet 2000, 2014. And Captain Underpants and the Sensational Saga of Sir Stinks-A-Lot was the last, that's the final book. There's no like the end of the story, 2015. And the story was getting really good. Like, I'm pretty sure I did read the ro- radioactive robo boxes, but the last two I have never read and I do not own. There are also a few other like spinoff books like The Dog Man and Cat Kid and The Super Diaper Baby and The Adventures of Oog and Gluck Kung Fu Caveman from the Future. All of these great works from Dav Pilkey that I've just never read. Like, I I don't... The, 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 I have heard that the saga of Sir Stinks a lot is sensational, but I do not know what happened in the saga of Sir Stinks a lot and I want to know. So I have decided that this year I will finish all of the Captain Underpants books and all of the Captain Underpants spin-off books. I'm going to order them online straight after this podcast ends. If you want to people were donating nuggets for nug 100. If you want to if you want to uh if you want to uh donate a dollar to go towards my Captain Underpants uh for not, f- finishing and etc. Feel free to do so. paypal.me/itsradiomike you know, there's there's a couple books I need to buy. They're probably not expensive because they're children's books. But, and I'm going to put it on the 20th century board. Let's do under goals. Number two, Uh, we've got hashtag NUG100. Let's do complete, complete the pilky. Complete the pilky. Complete the pi- pilky bibliography. Is that what it's called? When, like an, a complete the pilky bookography. Uh, that's my goal. And so you guys can be involved and so you guys don't have to do it. I'm going to be doing reviews of them on this podcast. So if you want to hear, if you're keen to know what the tyrannical retaliation of the Turbo Toilet 2000 was like, stay tuned. I'm going to tell you when I get it. If you want to know about the sensational saga of Sir Stinks a lot, stay tuned. You're going to find out. If you want to know about the adventures of Look and Gluck, the Kung Fu caveman from the future, all of this when I complete the Pilkey bookography. It's up there on the 20th Century board. Let me know what you want on the 20th Century board. And feel free to read along. So I I will next week do a little sum up of what what I remember of the Captain Underpants franchise, but that is where I'm at right now. Complete the Pilkey. Those are our two goals for the year. Nug 100, complete the Pilkey. That's where I'm at. I hope you guys are excited about This As Me. This is going to be amazing, but also kind of sad. And then, who knows? I'm looking at the Wikipedia. Dogman and Cat Kid, right? Dogman and Cat Kid is book four in the Dogman franchise. There's 11 books. There are 11 of these, right? I've read zero. Maybe we do the Dogman saga next. Who knows? Do you want to know about Dogman Fetch 22 or Dogman The Bark Knight Cometh? It looks like all of the... All of the uh, titles are based on books or movies. The Bark Knight, The Dark Knight, Fetch 22, Catch 22. That's very clever. Dav Pilkey, you've always been a clever guy. Get ready, guys. The Pilkey cometh. It is happening. Thank you for supporting my dreams always on this podcast. (laughs) There are just a few things I want to update very quickly. Quick updates, not full segments. Uh, Last week, Radio Nacho Cheese, uh, the best friend of the show, the anonymous best friend of the show... Uh, launched his new segment, uh, Nacho Cheese's Little Lectures, and he he told us about a haunted location here in uh, Victoria, Australia, and uh, left us off with a cliffhanger that he was going to the haunted house that he was talking about for a tour or something like that. He was going to check it out. Pretty crazy stuff from Radio Nacho Cheese, and he did say that he was going to give us the result uh, of how it went, how he found it. Whether it was haunted or not, he was going to give us all the goss on that this week. But, guys, and uh, maybe we cue some royalty free scary music because I have a bit of an announcement to make on this. Um, Radio Nacho Cheese did not leave a message at 1 800 438 353 this week. He did not leave a follow up. Now, this, I can only draw one conclusion from this. And the conclusion that I am drawing from this is that almost uh, it is almost undeniable at this point that Radio Nacho Cheese went missing at the haunted house when he went to visit it. I'm not saying that he was abducted or is being kept prisoner by the ghosts in the haunted house that he mentioned, but it does seem particularly eerie that a week after he announced he was going to a known haunted location and promised to give us details the next week, suddenly we get radio silence from Radio Nacho Cheese. So I guess on that case, like, I'll give him another week, but Nach, I mean, I guess the ghosts probably aren't letting you listen to podcasts, so... I, maybe we have to go there. Like, if Nach doesn't get get in touch with us, we might have to go to this location. But keep Nacho cheese in your prayer, your thoughts and prayers this week. Nach, please let us know that you're okay. If you were abducted by ghosts and you've escaped, even better, because I think there's a great story in that. But uh, if you've just forgotten, that's okay as well. But I don't. It it, it doesn't. I don't think you would have forgotten. So it does seem almost a hundred percent certain that you were abducted by ghosts and that does concern me a lot so I do hope you're okay Nacho Cheese um we will also do a quick update on Nug 100 so we'll play the Nug 100 sting here. Nug 100! If you don't know, uh, I plan on eating 100 nuggets. I've I've actually said this earlier, so there is no way you could be up to this point of the podcast and not know. But anyway, I'm going to eat 100 nuggets on March 25th, which is uh, just going to check the counter. It is now 49 days, still the same, 12 hours, 22 minutes and four seconds away. Wow. Wow, we are getting close. Um, I got an email from Radio Red. Welcome to the radio family, Radio Red. Radio Red, perhaps best known... As the uh, person who sent me the Dragonite Pokemon card, uh, which was the final Pokemon card I needed to complete my collection of base, jungle and fossil sets of the Pokemon card. So thanks, Radio Red. Really valued listener of the show. And honestly, speaking of Radio Superstardom, like what you did is probably worthy of, of Superstardom. So I'm just putting it out there. Uh, Radio Red sent me an email. He says, Hey Mike, the sticker pack arrived. I sent him a sticker pack for the Dragonite card. I also sent one to Radio Mel who said they arrived. Again, pick them up. They're really, really good. I'm up to date with the podcast now. It's different, but an awesome sort of different and that's great. Uh, Could you please shoot me a link to the Discord? I sent him a link to the Discord. Get in the Discord. So much fun, by the way. Just like, group chat every night, different threads. We talk moo There's a movie thread. There's a music thread. There's a gaming thread. There's a podcast thread. There's just general discussion, lots of memes. It's really, really fun. I I actually love the discord. Uh, then he said, good luck for the nug challenge. And he says, if you've never done any sort of food challenge before, may I recommend you train and also go through the recommended acute prep experienced People do. It works well. Just eat an ever increasing fuck ton of heated up frozen vegetables, cheap and healthy, with seasoning each night and maybe start adding in more and more chicken breasts too. Occasionally see how quickly you can chew down around 20 nuggets and then do more of the acute prep stuff before the big event. And he links a food challenges help website and says, Cheers, Radio Red. So thank you for writing in Radio Red. Now, I just want to say to people, I don't know why people are so worried that I'm not going to be able to do the 100-nug challenge. Like, I don't think people realise, like, I am so confident that I will, like, with no qualms at all, be able to do the 100-nug challenge. It, like, it's not really even a challenge for me. It's just a goal. Like, I know I'm going... Like, if I think on the weekend I had a 20-nugget pack with chips and a chocolate shake, right? My usual. And I finished it all, and I'm like, I could do another 80. Like, I... I think you guys are really underestimating how much I love nuggets. It is a lot. Like, Radio Red, I appreciate your concern, but I guarantee you I will do the 100. Next week, I'm going to get Keelan, a friend of the show, Radio Keelan, on the show. And he does a lot of... Uh, He has a channel called Keelan's Mealens. He does a lot of eating-based things. So I'm going to talk to him about what he thinks. But as far as preparations go, I've been preparing for this my whole life. Every time I have nuggets, I think I could continue this pretty much indefinitely feel free to still donate a nug as i said 70 cents for a nugget paypal.me slash itsradiomike but uh we definitely have raised the hundred but any other funds will go to creating a package of sorts for the day and paying pat to come and film it and stuff like that but uh yeah i am not worried about it at all i'll be chatting tequila next week we'll see how we go with it but i'm i'm quietly confident red and maybe i'll eat my words just like i'll eat the nuggets or not eat the nuggets i don't know but i seriously doubt that i think i'm gonna be good Maybe I'm just cocky. I don't know. Oh, sorry, guys. I'm yawning. Hang on. Oh, I'm yawning. I think it's a maybe because I'm yawning, we should uh, do a brand new thing that's uh, called, I don't know, this. Tales, Tales from, from the Dream, Dream Factory. <sighs> okay, this is Tales from the Dream Factory. The Dream Factory is the new way of saying going to sleep. Instead of saying I'm going to sleep, you say I'm going to the Dream Factory Man, people are loving this. People are getting on board. I love I love the Dream Factory. The Dream Factory is a, a great new addition to the show. So please keep spreading the Dream Factory around. Tell all your friends to use Dream Factory. You know, instead of, oh, uh, I'm heading to sleep, I'm heading to the Dream Factory. Oh, I had a terrible trip to the Dream Factory last night. Ah, oh, I spent so long in the Dream Factory last night. I barely got, I, I was barely out by 2 p.m. It was the longest time I've ever spent in the Dream Factory, stuff like that. Lots of people sending in their dream factory experiences which is really really good. Radio Lazar sent one in. Welcome to the Radio Family, Radio Lazar. He said, "Possibly the worst experience I've ever had at the Dream Factory. I could only go in for about an hour at a time, and whenever I would leave, I felt uncomfortable and drained, which is really bad. It's it the Dream Factory in, in reality, it's sh- no, in theory, it should always be a great experience. You should always have a perfect experience in the Dream Factory, but in reality, it doesn't always go like that. And good on Lazar for being honest about the fact that he didn't have a great experience there. We're not here to shame the Dream Factory, but this is Radio Lazar's experience in the Dream Factory. So thank you for sharing, uh, Radio Lazar. Uh, radio Shanna, welcome to the radio family, Radio Shanna. She said, I'm heading to the Dream Factory now. Hopefully it doesn't take too long to get in. That was on the, the 30th of January, 2021. So you assume, you assume since then she's gotten in. Be pretty bad if she didn't. She's crossed her fingers. And that's a, I think that's really, again, not, you know, ideally you get to the Dream Factory, you're in straight away. You're not waiting outside. The doors aren't locked. You're not banging on the door. But Shanna is saying, hey, there is a possibility when you, when you try to get into the Dream Factory, you're waiting outside a bit. You know, maybe there's a line. Lots of people going into the Dream Factory at once. You can't just get straight in unless you have VIP access. VIP, I guess VIP access to the Dream Factory would be taking like a sleeping pill or something, a Dream Factory pill, which sounds sort of more like ecstasy or something like that. <laughs> Thank you, Radio Shanna. Uh, and then a really zany one from Radio Scooter from over in the, in the UK. Radio Scooter said, I was playing golf with Kramer in the Dream Factory, but was kicked out by another guest as I was apparently shouting gib- gibberish. Now, how crazy... And that that's... A, I think that's a, a, you know, mixed experience with the Dream Factory there. But in terms of tales from the Dream Factory, you know, that's the beauty of the Dream Factory. You can go to the Dream Factory, play golf with Kramer, fly across the ocean, walk on water. In the Dream Factory, anything's possible. And everything feels logical, and I think that's the beauty of the Dream Factory. So always send in your experience. If you have a good experience, a bad experience with the Dream Factory, send an email. Get in the Discord. Send your thoughts in the in. There's a Good Night channel in the in the Discord. Send your thoughts there. Let me know what your experience of the Dream Factory is. We're gonna do this segment every now and then. One more thing is that I spoke last week about how there is a Chinese movie from 1997 that trans- the title translates to The Dream Factory. And I asked if someone could find it and pirate it so we could all watch it. I'm not encouraging piracy. Do not pirate it. But yeah, if someone could pirate it, that'd be great. Don't pirate it. Do not pirate it. But yeah, if you can find it online and torrent it or something, just uh, share it. Don't pirate. Do not pirate. Um, But yeah, no one was able to find uh, the movie The Dream Factory. so. I want to keep looking for it. I really want to have a podcast movie night where we can watch the Dream Factory together, but at this stage, it's looking very unlikely. Okay, historically on the podcast, I have, like, plugged my week at the top, like, plugged all my content at the top of the show. I've decided uh, from now on we're going to do it at the end of the show because it obviously just makes more sense. But it used to just kind of go hand-in-hand with me talking about my week and what I did. But from now on, we're going to do this uh, towards the end of the show. This is called this. The Plug! The Plug! Okay, this is the plug. It's just a quick whip around at the end of the podcast where I go through pretty much everything content-wise from this week that I would love for you to check out if you have time. Obviously, Harry Potter and the Boys is going every Wednesday, YouTube and podcast version this week's chapter. Uh, The highly dangerous Quidditch match, which I read with Alice Tovey, who obviously made an appearance on Mike Talks last week. Uh, and people really like, so I had to get her back. Uh, go listen to that. I had such a good time with her. It was a really, really funny episode. So please go and check that out. It was just such a blast and so many laughs. Uh Mike plays games with friends, which currently comes out on Sundays. There was a new episode with Jack Post where we played Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 on PlayStation 4. Like, we played it on a PlayStation 5, but it's a PS4 game. That is on YouTube, or just go to radiomike.com.au and scroll down. You'll see it there. Uh, So much fun as well. I will put a promo clip of that here in the plug. My parents didn't like us playing games. Oh. That much. My, like, my dad was always like, even go like, outside and play. Even, like, Cluedo and stuff? No, 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 no. <laughs> like... you, you, you just kept playing Cluedo? Did you play lots of Cluedo? No, there was a lot of encouragement to be outside all the time. What about Cluedo? We, did, have did, you played Cluedo? I have played Cluedo. <laughs> <laughs> Those are out every Sunday, by the way. This Sunday's one is with Keelan Brown, who like I mentioned earlier on the pod, we are playing Crash Team Racing, Nitro-fueled. On Nintendo Switch this was actually the first one I recorded and it's really really fun so I'm looking forward I really like the feedback on these they go up on IGTV and YouTube by the way so definitely check that out on Sunday with Keelan as I said the Mike talks with Alice and tomorrow there is a new episode of Mike talks and I'm really excited about this one you may not know the name but it is with a guy called Brendan Dando better known as just Dando and if you are unfamiliar with Dando Dando is actually the creator of a podcast called Four Finger Discount, which is probably one of the biggest Simpsons podcasts in Australia and probably the world as well. His Facebook page, Four Finger Discount, which posts Simpsons-related content, is huge. And because of the popularity of the podcast, him and his co-host at the time, Mitch, are actually published authors of a a fan guide to the Simpsons called Homer's Odyssey. I've read it. It's really good. Uh, So... I, and funnily enough, Dando was when I did a radio show on. Sin FM back in 2016, Dando and Mitch came onto my radio show for an interview, so it's going to be really cool to chat to Dando probably five years later now, which is so crazy. Please give it a listen if you're into The Simpsons, but also he's, it's not just Simpsons, like he's a real, real pop culture nerd, so I am i had a great time chatting to him and I know you'll really like it, so definitely, definitely check out the Mike Talks with Dando on YouTube. And finally, a few just YouTube videos. One more thing I launched was what i watched so every month uh for the year at the end of the month i am going to do a full video on youtube that, rev- that just looks at in snapshot every single movie that i watched that month the first one is up now what i watched in january 2021 just literally every movie i watched including the shining american psycho this is spinal tap wonder woman 1984 uh promising young woman there's a bunch of movies on there so i'd love that's going to be a monthly vlog another bit of content every month And I did a review of Weezer's new album, OK Human, which is amazing. And that got a bunch of views on YouTube, which was really, really cool. I got about 100 new subscribers. So the YouTube is popping off. You can watch this on YouTube, of course. Go and subscribe. I would really appreciate it if you checked out some of the content there because it is really growing and we are slowly creeping to the 1,000 subscriber mark where we can monetize the channel, which would be really, really cool. But... That is pretty much all, I believe. There is not nothing too much else to plug. Uh, so I will end the podcast as I do every single week. Oh, I, I should say. Please review the podcast on the Apple iTunes or whatever written review, five-star review. We do accept four, but not three or under. Um, Do the same for Harry Potter and the boys. Please tell your friends. Word of mouth is the biggest way for podcasts to grow, so I'd really appreciate it if you just tell your mates this. Maybe show them some clips or show them my Instagram. Follow on Instagram. And, of course... Uh, i think that's pretty much it actually so i will end the podcast my name has been radio mike this has been the inside of my mind do not ever block the mdf i am a very kind young man some of your older stuff could learn a lot from me don't lie to me because i will see you and i'll catch you tonight in the dream factory if you're bloody lucky bloody hell all right and 20th century board get on it